0: Welcome to Dyslexics Wanted, produced by the Web Innovation Center for Dyslexia. This is Jordan Rich, and this episode is part of a special series saluting young people who have not let dyslexia stop them in any way. In fact, it's likely that learning to deal with their dyslexia has allowed them to harness other talents. We like to refer to them as having superpowers. Oh, no capes or masks involved here, just hardworking people stepping up to a challenge and meeting it head on. Today, we're thrilled to be talking with one such person. His name is Joey Nurmi and he's along with his dad, Rick Nurmi. Together, they will share their story and remind us that perseverance does pay off. Well, it's great to meet both of you, Rick and Joey, and thanks for coming in today to talk with us on the podcast about your experiences, Joey, and yours as a parent, Rick. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Great, Good to, welcome. great to meet you both. Let's start with uh, Joey, uh, what you're doing right now. Where are you in school? Right now, I'm a freshman at Fitchburg State University.
1: My major is uh, business management. Are you liking the experience so far? How's it going for you? I mean, it wasn't my first choice for school, mm-hmm. but um, it's what, at the end of the day, what came down, I was just going to go there. Right now, I'm honestly loving it. I'm making a lot of great friends. You know, I've come a long, long way from where I started, and I'm very happy with how I'm performing at school right now. So, Congratulations.
0: That's great, man. Let's talk about where you started. I'll ask your dad to sort of jump in here. I mean, dyslexia is something that we deal with in the web center and on this podcast, and everyone's story is a little different. Tell us a little bit about Joey as a youngster from your perspective.
2: Okay. A great kid. Born in London mm-hmm. in 2000, and within three months, we moved to Hong Kong. And Joey had a great experience in Hong Kong. Going to school, it was almost the United Nations of, of children in his classroom.
0: May I ask what, what it was that brought you to those other places? Was it your job, or were you in the military? Or
2: No, I was with PwC, mm-hmm. PricewaterhouseCoopers. Okay. And as an accountant and, and deal guy, I had the opportunities to be in, in London and Hong Kong. And Joey, for the most part, grew up in Hong Kong, And,
0: you know, again, very active. So early schooling there as well? That's right. He
2: started his preschool in Hong Kong at four years of age.
0: Uh, Did they have a sense of how to sort of work with students who showed uh, signs of dyslexia early on? Was that the case?
2: Not a clue. (laughs)
0: Not a clue. (laughs) But they
2: had wonderful teachers who understood kids who were challenged by whether it was reading or taking notes in class. Mm -hmm. So amazing teachers there identified, you know, Joey had a learning challenge at five or six years of age.
0: So Joey, it, I know it's not that long ago for you, it's a long time ago for your dad and me, but can you remember what it was like in Hong Kong classes, if there was a lot of frustration on your part, if you if you got mad at yourself, if you felt that the other students were moving too quickly? Any recollections from that period?
1: Um, I wouldn't say I got mad at myself.
0: I really thought
1: I was honestly special because I got to get taken out of Chinese class. <laughs> I mean, nobody like none of my friends liked going to it, and that was something I got to skip. I got to go. You, you
0: it, reframed it then. Yeah, they took mind. me out to go learn my ABCs. Wow, interesting. So when did you make it back to the States, gentlemen? When did that happen?
1: Uh, that was 2008 when I came back, went into fourth grade.
0: Okay, so let's pick up the story there because when we talk with... Folks, in this segment, Kids with Superpowers, by the way, is the name of the segment, so congratulations. I don't see your cape rustling in the wind yet, but it will. (laughs) What's the impact of him going into fourth grade, Rick, in American schools?
2: An amazing transition and challenge because the whole family is living in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. We made the decision for Joey's education to learn how to learn to go to the Carroll School. He had to live with his grandparents. And I remember a vivid story the summer that I'm putting him into his first day of school. He said, Dad, I feel like I'm getting kicked out of the family. Mm. We're laying in bed at night the night before he is going to school. And I said, Joe, you are going to be a magnet man for this family. Mm. You're going to connect with your cousins, your uncles, and make this family very proud. So it'll be a wonderful journey for you.
0: I think that's an an element of all this that people sometimes who don't have dyslexic children or don't have dyslexia themselves don't understand. This is a an emotionally trying time for not only the student, for you, Joey, but for the whole family, especially when you're separated like that. So how long was it that you were alone, well, not alone, but with your grandparents before folks returned and your family returned?
1: Every other six weeks, I'd see someone.
0: So there's extra pressure on you because you're separated. That's tricky. So the Carroll School, however, is what we want to focus on. Yes. Tell me, was it like immediate that you felt you were in the right place even at fourth grade? Did you feel that way?
1: When I first went to the school, I really felt distant from everyone. I mean, I got dropped into something that... I was just put away from what I knew, my family. Sure, sure. But eventually, over time, I actually felt more connected with people because everyone was like me at that school. Mm -hmm. Everyone was going through similar similar problems. Everyone was, you know, everything was just similar.
0: So it's not the kind of peer pressure that students would get in a non-dyslexic-friendly program. You know, you'd be surrounded by people who are just moving ahead and you're behind. Rick, when you were scouting for schools, what drew you to the carol? What was it?
2: was family advice. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, many members of our family were focused on education for their children. And th- there were a few that knew of the Carroll School. Mm-hmm. That's where I connected with Steve Wilkins. Mm-hmm. And Joey went through a summer program at Carroll to test the waters and had an amazing experience um, and felt felt comfortable. And we right. did our research and were so impressed with the Carroll School.
0: And Joey, you said at the beginning, you're now a freshman at Fitchburg State in college, and you're doing very, very well. You're majoring in business. Can you remember what it was like when you were young? What problems you had? Let's talk about the problems, and then we'll talk about where you've come. What was the issue? Was it just trying to make sense of words on a page? Was writing an issue? Tell me more about that.
1: Honestly, it was a little bit of everything. I really didn't understand the school curriculum. I mean, if you went in my room as a kid, I specifically remember no books with words in it. All my books were picture books. I didn't understand. I could talk. I knew how to Say words properly, but I didn't understand how to articulate the words off the page. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how things worked off the page. I didn't understand how math problems—you know, add certain numbers together—you'd get that. I didn't understand any of it.
0: And yet, as we've noticed, and people who listen to this podcast and understand what the Web Center is all about, and others, it is not a mark of your intelligence or creativity, is it?
1: No, it's just how I process right, information. Right. I process it a little bit slower.
0: So, Rick, you're a proud dad. I'm going to let you beam a little bit. Talk about your son and his talents. Put aside what happened early on with dyslexia, and he's done so well with great training, but what is he gifted in? He is driven,
2: he has grit, resiliency. Mm-hmm. There's no challenge that's, that he cannot, he cannot succeed in. God. So I'm very proud, and he has a unique ability to communicate with people verbally. So I remember, Joey, you're gonna go to university. You need to get ready for your interviews. Okay, so I'm go write about yourself. Come down and give me a, give me a three minutes. The elevator speech on who Joey Nurmi is. Sure. So he writes, up oh, Joey Nirmi. He comes down and gives a great two-minute, exciting background on himself. He shows me the piece of paper. It just said Joey Nirmi.
0: You have a future in my business, then, because that's what we have to do. Oftentimes, we have to on the fly use our brains to come up with the words vocally. But that's a great gift. And, and I also want to center back on resilience, because here you are now in college, and you've got a career path set for yourself. But, but a lot of people who have dyslexia feel beaten down. Do you you understand why? Yes. Right. What do you think it is about you, your own personality or maybe your upbringing or that's enabled you to be so resilient? I mean, it's beyond the training, I would imagine, beyond the teaching, isn't it? 100%. I think
1: that I am who I am today because of my dyslexia. I don't really think it's a disability. I think it's a gift. I think differently. I look at everything differently. Uh, I spend more time on things because it takes me longer to understand it Mm -hmm. and in doing so, I understand information eventually more thoroughly and I can just retain it.
0: I'm going to again address this to your dad because he's a, a bit older than, than you, obviously, as your dad, but he's also a guy who's lived the life. I think that's a great life lesson for anybody. Any challenge, any hurdle, if you look at it and reframe it as an opportunity, as painful as it might be for a while, wow, what a great philosophy that is.
2: No, it's great. And honestly, you know, Suzuki, I, I study Buddhism. Enjoy the problems you encounter in life enjoy the challenges you encounter in life. And, you know, Joey is such a positive, instrumental uh, young man. And I couldn't be more proud.
0: So, Joey, let me ask you about college now because it's it's a different environment. But is there any, let's say, access to additional help or instruction in your school? Tell me about college. How are you doing?
1: They provide anything I need. So if I do need extra help, they will provide it. Mm -hmm. But I honestly don't need it anymore. I like to be, I like to do everything on my own. I like to show that I can do things on my own now and I'll figure out how to do something. And you know, if I do need that extra help, I will self-advocate and go find that extra help.
0: Self-advocate. That's a reason you're resilient because you realize a lot of people are there to help you, but you got to do a lot of this on your own. Oh, 100%. 100%.
1: I'm
0: going to start with you, Joey. What advice do you have for people in their young school years, I'm not talking about first or second grade because they're probably not listening to this podcast, But kids are in, say, middle school or high school, and they're struggling. You know, what advice would you have in general? Um, You know,
1: take your day by day. Just because you don't understand something and your friend understands it, you both have different learning techniques. You know, you have your tutors at the Carroll School. They're tailored to you. Right. You can learn through them. You just have to learn slowly. Whatever pace works for you, mm-hmm. you just have to figure the, those kind of things out on your own.
0: And Rick, I'll pose the question to you because it's great to have a father and son team here. We've done other programs with the same dynamics. What would you advise parents who are now discovering that their children have dyslexia, let's say?
2: It would be open to different learning approaches. I mean, I've learned a lot about teaching and I'm very fond of education. You know, multi-disciplined approach, what the Carroll School brings, brings to the table is amazing. You know, it's verbal, it's visual, it's playing games and do all that with your kids at, at a young age and interact and communicate you know, each day. We would read every night, Joey, Michael, David. We'd all read every night before bed. Mm. Some picked it up quick. Some didn't, but Joey's a great reader, and he learned how to learn
0: at mm. the Carroll School. Learned how to learn. That's so impressive. And I think you nailed it when you said be part of the lives of your children, and all parents should be, many are not for whatever <laughs> reason, but those who are with dyslexia or learning disabilities in the family tend to really see success because they're part of it.
2: That's 100% on point. I mean, communication mm. with everyone in the family and that interaction is, is critical, regardless mm. of one's learning you know, abilities. And I have a, four kids, Olivia, my oldest, and then Joey, Michael and David. And from 2018, 16, and 14, the success factor is-
0: so, so, Joey, are you going to be able to do your dad's taxes pretty soon when he gets tired of doing it? He's a CPA or an accountant, he said. Are you heading in that direction? Or are you going to be a business magnate and take over the world? I think we're going to be go on the magnet. The magnet. I, I like that. I don't blame you because it's too busy in April. It's a good theme of the magnet, man. And that story came to me
2: in Joey's bed when I ah. first put him off to school from from above. It was a really moment that I, well, I cried.
0: I I want to thank you both for taking the time. And, uh, you know, it takes a little bit of courage to come on the air and do a podcast or a radio show. Believe me, I've had thousands of people tremble in my presence. I don't know why they do. You guys are so poised and so confident and, and obviously so successful. Thank you both, Rick and Joey, for sharing your stories with us. We really appreciate it.
2: No problem. My pleasure. Pleasure, Jordan. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Dyslexics Wanted. Feel free to contact us here at WICD.org. There you'll learn more about how you can support the documentary film Decoders currently in production. We do welcome guest or topic suggestions for this podcast. Dyslexics Wanted is a production of the Web Innovation Center for Dyslexia. I'm Jordan Rich thanking you for listening.